When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to D&D and D, the Dinner Party Role-Playing Podcast. I'm your host and Dungeon Master, James Gressel, and with me today are some fun people. Say hi, fun people. Hi there. Uh, so we're going to get into the regularly scheduled episode, but beforehand we have some, uh, well, I don't want to say bad news because I don't want to worry anybody, but we lost a session. I'm so sad. Yeah, we're, we recorded it. We recorded sad. it. We played it. And then a gremlin stole it. And something happened, and we do not have the audio for that episode. I'm very, very sorry. Gremlins. I'm sorry to you five at the table. I'm sorry to everybody listening. I don't know what happened. It I, happens to showbiz. Yeah. Normally, we've lost stuff for practical folks. Yeah. We, oh, yeah. It, it, it happens. Yeah, we like lost footage or sound for. Yeah. yeah. Fresh plays Fresh in the same place. way. Yeah. Um, lost. I mean, normally in a situation like this, it's frustrating because you feel like you just talked into an abyss for no reason. But at least this, it's like we were playing Dungeons and Dragons, like doing stuff that you could you could do without recording it. Like normal people. Yeah, right. We could. (laughs) We just spent some time playing a fun game with fun friends. But um, we're going to summarize what happened in that episode because there were some really important things uh, that did happen. That affect the story moving forward. So and we can't and we can't just recreate it. For we you, no, we can't recreate weird. it. Uh, it would be weird. It was too much. We did. There was one time in season one where we did uh, lose some stuff and we went back, but that was just the back half of a battle. It yeah, that was changed about it five too. ten yeah. minutes. Yeah, it wasn't a major yeah. thing. This was an entire session, so we're going to summarize it. So the first thing that happened is after I you- cut a fucking guy's head off. <laughs> it was so cool. Yeah. It was real cool. It was pretty cool. <laughs> well, well, I turned into a bird. <laughs> We'll get to all of that. First of all, <laughs> uh, what happened is that uh, in, you guys left the castle, and instead of choosing to go to Plintherin's cottage right away, you guys wanted to go shopping. Which you did not anticipate. I did not anticipate, but we were prepared, thanks to you, the listeners. Uh, we got a bunch of amazing magic <laughs> item suggestions that uh, the team chose some things from, uh, and we're going to go through and, and uh, list what uh, everybody bought. So yeah, first, because this fool gave us 10,000 gold apiece earlier on in this game, and I so just, we were just able to buy whatever. Yeah. 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 Well, you had to, you cut off the shopping at one point, because we kept wanting to buy yeah. things. You're like, nope, nope, you, stores you are closed. stores are closed. <laughs> yeah. I, End of the business day. I did, because it was getting excessive. It, we went to, we went to Gwendolyn's, Berdalia's, George's, yes. Borst's. We saw Borst's, all your yes. faves. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> never get to hear that uh yes uh and borst and Ju- and juno had a a long conversation about juno's newfound um ac- acceptance uh and and borst uh was kind of unwilling at first to believe that juno had changed and kind of challenged him to uh to show his change through action and not just words so yeah they're, they're- and also not through 
like giving patronage to his shop. He right, could go yeah, not, not just a monetary compensation Why for... Why don't the two of you recreate that scene just with one line apiece, just to uh, give the viewers... <laughs> oh, give it. the listeners a taste. A yeah. Oh, fuck. I, I, d- I don't believe you. I, d- I don't believe you, Juno. I don't. I don't. Uh, uh, I think you're still racist. This is a little bit more level. Pu- no, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm so sorry, Borst, for the offense that I gave to you, and I I vow to do better in in words and in actions going forward. Well, I, I, I want you to be better. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> so it was basically that for ten minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah uh, and then people bought things. So the first thing that was bought. Uh, oh, I'm sick of your stupid song. <laughs> uh the first thing that was bought was the comeback cone suggested by jeffrey uh uh Esterreich. uh thank you jeffrey um so who yep. bought the comeback cone juno did what is the come the comeback cone uh is a cone that allows you to yell a uh a comeback basically at somebody that you've quarreled with uh and i think you can just kind of stream into the void and they'll hear it wherever they are yes is that it, <laughs> it doesn't like give you plus one a charisma or anything? It's no just- it's just a goof it's <laughs> The, it's a very fun magic item. The cape of billowing, a magical cape that it, when is worn I is permanently float. Yep, great. It uh, grants me no anything. It just looks cool. It just looks cool. Very Zabbis. Thanks, Gunner Loper, for that suggestion. Oh, Gunner Loper, dude. Thanks. Longtime fan. Thanks, Long Gunner. Uh, I don't the, think we got through that description. It just billows constantly. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's and there's no wind. Purely oh, aesthetic. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, which is awesome for Zabbis. The yeah. wings of staying alive. Yes, uh, Fletch purchased that. Uh, this is a uh, intricate set of bronze and silver rings that c- wings that can be strapped to the wearer in times of great peril. The wearer can perform a disco dance to rapidly fly 15 feet in the direction that they point at the end of the dance. This was suggested by Nicole. Thank you. That's perfect because I'm a dancer boy now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think we all know who purchased the dead meat necklace, a necklace <laughs> that can either tell the user when they find a dead body, how they died, or the time of death with a successful DC-16 investigation check. That was yep, from Evan Zabbis Coat. snatched that up. What? <laughs> Really? What? That was me. I bought I was it. Like, oh, okay. shit. I didn't Flacked write that in. down. <laughs> Who sent that? That was from Evan Cote. Thanks, Evan Cote. Uh, the Cape one. of Bees. Ooh, another good I think one. you also got that. I got that. Yeah, this was from Ann Kemper. This is a black and yellow striped cape with a fuzzy white collar once per day. And as an action, you can flap the cape and unleash a swarm of bees at your enemies. Heads up. That's going to be useful in uh, the episode. <laughs> yeah, look out for the Cape of Bees coming coming soon. Uh, the bracelets of intimacy, two small friendship bracelets. When they both are, uh, wearing the bracelet, the users know where the other is and what they are feeling. If one is heated, the other is, or if one is healed, the other is healed for that much. (laughs) One is heated, the Mm. other one feels warmed. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I mean, probably. This was from Robert. I think, uh, this was Juno and Marjorie ended up Yeah, Juno purchased it and, uh... Gifted it to Marjorie at some point after. Is Marjorie wearing? It is important. Marjorie is not wearing. Great. The bracelet. I didn't think so. Excellent. But Juno is wearing his. Oh. Uh, not yet. Not he yet. Not oh, yet. Okay. Now he's okay. not. Oh, now, now he's not. not. I'm leaving that pause in. <laughs> uh, the lucky pick. A, that was a, me. Yep. Uh, Flack uh, from Liz Harper. Flack purchased the lucky pick. A magic pick. Uh, that basically functions as the lucky feat. You get three luck points per day, and you can re-roll a d20. Uh, at the end of a long rest, you roll a d4 minus one to determine how many luck points you get back. Remember that aspect of it, James, because sometimes you could end up with one or two instead of all three. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but that's a really cool item. and That comes into play. Yep. 
Uh, the dragon's maw, an iron mask forged in the shape of a dragon that grants the wearer plus five to intimidation checks, but distorts their voice to sound like Bane. Oh. I bought that for Zabbis. Yeah, that's I gave, right. gave him a little gift. Michael Prophater. Thank you, Michael. Uh, the gloves of malice and mercy, a pair right. of leather gloves. One is intricately carved with black marks that will deal 1d4 damage to anyone whose skin it touches. The other is carved with equally intricate white marks and it will restore 1d4 HP to anyone whose skin it touches. Uh, this is from uh, Nocturne, who bought these. I have those. That sounds right. Uh, the Necklace of Boisterous Polyglot. Uh, a choke. Yep, a choker that grants you a successful uh, DC 13 history check. Uh, oh, that grants you knowledge of any language on a successful DC 13 history check. Uh, but if the check is lower than 18, you can only communicate in that language through screaming. Yes. Uh, that is from Tobias. Thank you, Tobias. Great. Uh, the tunic that. of bird calling allows the wearer to turn into a bird once a day. Oh. They are turned into a bird for 10 minutes. It also gives plus 10 to animal handling checks related to birds from Matthew Jones. I believe that Marjorie interacted with this cloak. Did you purchase it? Uh, technically, yes. So Marjorie you was flew out through. of the shop. Uh-huh. Marjorie was just kind of like rubbaging through clothing. Yeah. Put the, tried this one on because she liked how it looked. It turned her into a bird. She freaked out, flew out of the room, and then um, Stormy so kindly paid for it in my absence. So kindly. But Stormy and Fleck, nope, Fleck, Fleck, Fleck. Bela uh, Fleck. <laughs> they stole my gems. Yes. Marjorie had the blue, the the big sapphire and the big, uh, the big emerald, emerald. Yeah. And they took them out of my hands. So she was she was having a bad day. Uh, the Charlie horse. <laughs> I don't think I would describe you that. Nicked as it right stealing. out of my hands. Yeah, but they're all of our gems, so we just transferred it yeah, from it? the margarine account to uh, some other accounts yeah, that are more easily accessible. Uh, and finally, the Charlie horse blow dart. Uh, this simple blow dart that caused whoever is struck with the dart to feel an incredibly painful Harley chores. Harley Chores? Harley Chores. Harley Chores Harley Chores is now an NPC. Harley Chores, the latest motorcycle. Uh, Harley, my phantom, Steve. Harley Chores is definitely going to be a like orthopedic surgeon. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Charlie Horse for 15 seconds. After that time, the victim will painlessly grow a horse tail that will eventually fall off. I forgot about that part. That's oh. funny. Uh, this is also from Jeffrey. Thank you, Jeffrey. And that is the end of the items that you guys... I bought that, that for a steal at 100 gold. How many items did you buy? I bought a so lot. many. Most. I also a bought a fancy party box. I also bought the Rings of Secrecy. Yeah, Rings one of for Secrecy. Each oh, of us. Shit, That's though. a pretty important And if one, we're all dude. wearing the oh. rings, we can talk to each other. I bought a puppet that looks oh, right, like the Zeke puppet. the Plumber from oh, yes. uh, <laughs> Salute Your Shores. <laughs> right. Oh, puppet. you also got the duck horn. I also got the duck horn. Insert that noise here. And <laughs> I, so That's uh, why we closed the shop. It was because of you. Yeah. yeah. Well, but I gave a 500 gold tip to Nunya <laughs> for Who? helping us out. Nunya. Nunya business. Who's Nunya? I wrote 500 gold tip to Nunya. Did you go to another shop with a, a where I named somebody Nunya? Oh, Sounds fuck. like it, dude. Nunya business. I, wrote Nunya. Mm. I do remember Nunya. <laughs> Damn it. We never made that joke, though. I think that was the inspiration for the joke. Mm. But So, I spent a lot of gold. I still have 1,200 left. Yeah. Dang. I still have 10,000 gold. Inflation uh, <laughs> is rampant. In nights past, <laughs> a lot of stuff was um, a lot of stuff was purchased. But after that, uh, you guys were leaving a store, and a suspicious man had seen you uh, enter the store, and he left once you guys came in. And then when you guys left, you ran into none other 
than the head of the Knights Past Thieves Guild, Jason Chone, mm. and had it out a little bit. And in this uh, showdown, Flack... This showdown. Hmm. <laughs> this showdown. Uh, Flack used his newly uh, granted abilities of a level four spell yeah. to cast Dimension Door and executed it perfectly. You want to describe what you did, James? Yeah, so we were like in the middle of the street, right? And there were some people popping up on rooftops all around us shooting shit at us. And I was like, oh, shit, that's not good. So I opened a Dimension Door, hopped through it, came out right on top of another person on a rooftop with my blade drawn through his neck. Yeah. And it went through his neck and decapitated him, and his body fell off the roof. He dope. materialized with the dagger through the guy's neck. Yeah. yeah. Like that. It was a wonderful use of that spell. So. Thanks. It was pretty cool. Excellent job there. Uh, yeah. Fletch had some really great roles in that battle, and yeah. was just <laughs> felling people left and right. Because I, I, the, there was a fountain in the middle of the... the the, the square the that square. you, yeah. And so I jumped up and shot a lightning arrow at the water, which electrocuted a couple people. That was yeah. so cool. Yeah. And then I, I rolled like three nat 20s in a row or mm-hmm. something insane. Yeah, like that. it was a I ridiculous. I was murdering people left yeah. and right. Flack, uh, is on, or Fletch is on a uh, combat roll for sure. No pun yeah. intended. Uh, and then, of course, there was the great showdown Showdown. Between Jason, shown down, between Jason and Marjorie, and uh, Juno, so, Juno was there. Juno was there too. He, he really wanted to kill Juno. Let's let's not forget yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. All of this was to kill Juno. That's true. Uh, Jason did Juno's realize the damsel in distress in this. Story. For yeah. real, I I think Always I hid behind Fletch at one point. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, J- J- Jason realized that he was deceived by Land O'Lakes, yeah. and the body that he received was not that of Juno Greenpoint, of course. Um. And they, it really, it really caused some conflict within Jason. Yeah, and it got, it got to him. Yeah, yeah, because he doesn't recognize Marjorie. No, Marjorie ended up presenting her thieves' um, contract. Yeah, thieves' contract. Thank you. Her thieves' contract to him, which was what Landa Lake signed. So he's all confused. He and, and she basically said, like, uh, I only show. I choose what kind of person to show myself as to mm-hmm. whoever. And so he's like, who are you? Yeah. What's going on? Yeah. I'm, I'm conflicted about this. Marjorie is having boyfriend problems. He really opened himself up for perhaps the first time in a long time or first time ever. And he's very conflicted about this. And eventually, after the team drove away his goons uh, and himself, Marjorie discovered that there was a shiny earring left in the fountain. Which is one of the communic earrings suggested by Lucille Stull. So thank you, Lucille. Uh, and the other communic earring, which is an earring that grants the wearer plus two to arcana checks. And when two people are wearing one earring each, they can speak to each other over long distances. Uh, so this ability was revealed when Marjorie put on the earring and heard the voice of Jason Schoen imploring her to meet him in the graveyard in three days' time at night, Alone, I believe. Too. Alone. Yes, to discuss this uh, brutal deception uh, and try to figure out where they stand on a personal level. Uh, so he has not told the team. The team and is unaware unbeknownst of to Marjorie, Juno used his comeback cone while they were walking towards the cottage to speak into the ear of Jason Schoen that... Your attack on Juno Greenpoint was an utter failure, and you will never defeat him. Yep. <clears throat> that happened. 
<laughs> we don't know how Jason uh, took that insult, whether he uh, brushed it off or he was deeply wounded by it. We will maybe just find brush out. Brush off some udders on your face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was that was the lost session. Uh, we apologize that you guys will not be able to hear it in its entirety. If it ever does turn up, I will release it, but it's looking like it's all gone forever. So sad. But we've got a lot of really great stuff coming up for the entirety of season two for you guys to listen to. So uh, without further ado, we're going to get into the next session that we recorded. Uh, puzzling Pankaka. Enjoy. Dun, 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 dun. I don't think that's the theme song. Yeah, it happens at the break. Oh, that was the break. Oh. Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> I'm a loyal listener. Everybody ready? Cut this yes. out. I will. Welcome to D and D, the dinner party role playing podcast. I'm your host and Dungeon Master James Russell, and with me, as always, are some fun people. Say hi, fun people. Hello, hi, everybody. Joining us today is Pee Wee Herman. <laughs> what? No, that wasn't that's Pee Wee. Doctor Nick, right? Oh, it yeah, was Doctor Nick. I thought you were doing. I got Pee Wee. Hi, Doctor. I got Pee Wee. I was with you. If you were Doctor Nick, I, I said the words of Doctor Nick, but definitely yeah, not the voice. Weird. Yeah. <laughs> well. It's just James either way. It's just me. <laughs> Fooled you. <laughs> this is our first recording session of 2019. Yep. So welcome to the oh. new year, everybody. You know how you know it's our first one back as you have to cut, you had to cut two minutes of us talking about the terminal. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the film The Terminal before we actually started. Chelsea and I like that movie. Krakosia. No, you and Joel like that movie. Oh, you don't like that movie? <laughs> she said it. it'd be fun to watch ironically. Yeah. I mean, I when like I saw movie. it, I didn't love it. But what's funny is like, whenever I'm trying to picture his accent in it, I'm thinking instead of his batshit performance in The Lady Killers. Oh, my oh God. Oh, my God. Welcome to Hank's chat. Yes. <laughs> um, you know a what? A podcast within a podcast. That surely exists already. Oh, yeah, for sure. The just, theme just a is bunch of white people talking really, about Tom really, Hanks. Really, yeah. really, 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 yeah. really like you. Hanks. And the sign off is, thanks, Hanks. Yes. Yeah. Well, we've set a good standard for comedy so far on this episode, uh, but we're going to get back into it. Uh, last we left you off, you guys had bought a bunch of shit, some so listeners shit. submitted items for sale. So thank you, everybody who submitted those items. We appreciate it. Thank Even you. though now, after some reflection, I think they're all batshit crazy, and <laughs> I've had to try to think of yeah, unexpected but ways I to- bought a cape that can send bees on people. That, I think, is perfectly balanced, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Suddenly, the stores in Knights Pass got really good. Well, you guys saved the day, so shipments could come in. <laughs> That's right. There yeah, were no more orcs harassing. Yeah, it's been two months. Okay, that's making me feel better. Yeah. That's what we set out to do in season one. Right. To topple the... Topple the uh, Capitalist uh, capitalism. Yeah, yeah. 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 And, and goal was just so that we, we could it. get stuff. We well, you inadvertently yeah. actually encouraged. I was it. gonna say, oh. oops, <laughs> mega cap. Oh no! I yeah, we basically Amazon primed like all the <laughs> stuff. Yikes! So thank you, listeners, for submitting those items. They're very fun. I'm excited to see them get into action. Before we get to today's action, let's have some dinner. But it's breakfast. Breakfast B and, and O is it? B and D and D. B and D and D. D and D and B. D and D and Why does that sound erotic? <laughs> uh, uh, Volunteers <laughs> is the Tom Hanks movie. God, <laughs> <laughs> what movie is that? This is Volunteers. That's so old. Rails. 
but I only know it because growing up we had a deck of playing cards. Inexplicably, that was volunteers themed. Oh what? And that's how I know that movie. It's him and, and John Candy. I, I'm oh I'm God. glad that at least there's a tangential connection because Tom Hanks was in Mazes and Monsters. The like oh. shitty satanic panic movie about D and D. Oh my god, oh. we should watch. That. We should watch that. <laughs> hey, hey, listener yeah. who came here to hear some D and D. I'm so sorry. I'm I'm so sorry. Oh my god, this poster is incredible. <laughs> 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 who else is in there? No oh, one I've heard of. Let's describe the food. So I made I made pancaka today. Pancaka. Pancaka. We're not 100 percent sure how to pronounce it. Pancaka. It is an eggy. Pancakey breakfast dish that my mother-in-law uh, made for me when I first went to visit my wife's hometown. I ate like a whole tray of it. It was uh, unbelievably good, and she made it again when we were home for Christmas. And I wanted to make it for you guys. It, pancake is a Swedish pancake, but those are more like crepes. This is like a baked pan dish. Uh, so this is the German immigrant American version of a Swedish pancake. Pancake. Uh, it's so good. Yeah, it so has like wild. a light kind of custardy texture it's it's not like a cakey pancake like we know pancakes it's lovely and i i love it i'm glad you guys ate it and i hope everybody enjoyed it it was like dessert for breakfast mm-hmm. by the way mazes and monsters <laughs> you know it's good because the production company one of the production companies was procter and gamble <laughs> <laughs> okay so we left you guys off you bought a bunch of stuff we've eaten our breakfast you guys decided that you're going to head to the cottage uh, of plinther and Lamore, the wizard who spirited away the son of nils haskendauer and Katheria Irthadar to parts unknown and you're on the case you got to find him that's what you're after question so, yes question uh did we recover any hit points did we rest did we sleep? i think the plan was you were going to the cottage to rest i was gonna say because yeah my, i'm i haven't written that i've healed at Same. all yeah i think yeah. if none of us have then we probably didn't so i don't know if you guys in like in your teenage years if you ever had like a a weekend get away in the mountains but I, i'm kind of hoping that we're gonna have like like sleepovers and and tell stories and, and stuff my whole life was sleeping in the forest yeah when i was a mountains. teenager on the streets uh i loved going up to aspen juno <laughs> when was that like 500 years ago uh wow oh, oh. that's a good one i was that's already dissing yet. myself <laughs> i am currently a teenager so i haven't had the chance to experience such things so i would appreciate it if we could have a real proper sleepover slumber party oh let's let's make it a good one for zabbos we can do spin the bottle in seven minutes in heaven oh no i was born 500 years ago (laughs) but i'm so down for spin the bottle You approach the cottage. It is in the Moontown section of Knights Pass, which is the little town that is the original town of the city that's just outside the castle. So this is inside the Black Oak Walls. Um, Most of the buildings here are official buildings. You know the station, of course. The cottage itself from the outside looks pretty unkempt. Like most of the buildings here are very well taken care of. They have manicured landscaping and official kind of looking facades. The signs are all up-to-date and painted and fresh. Uh, But this particular building, the lawn is overgrown. There aren't, like, flowers and things like there are in nice little boxes and stuff outside some of the other buildings. There is a badly neglected set of blueberry bushes outside uh, where there's a ton of, like, rotting fruit on the bottom of the ground, and there's the bushes are overfull of unpicked blueberries. Nobody has come into this building in a very long time. 
but you guys are about to do that. So wait, uh, is Pete with us? Yes. I pick a blueberry and give it to Pete. Did you check if that was poisonous? No. They've got antioxidants. <laughs> yeah, okay. it's brain food. Well, hopefully that, that was a blueberry. Was it a blueberry? Does Pete eat it? Yes, of course Pete eats it. He <laughs> eats whatever is handed to him, unfortunately. Pete seems totally fine. Okay, thank you for that treat. Cool. <laughs> You're welcome, <laughs> <just> Pete. Pete. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying that from... I looked at Pete's face and this is what he told me. You're welcome. Telepathically. <laughs> That's not true. I'm trying to make jokes. <laughs> <laughs> the windows are sealed shut. They're shuttered so you can't see into the building. The door is closed. It's a big wooden door with metal bands on it. There's a big ornate knocker and a big handle, but it's a singular door. It's not like double doors. And what do you do? I knock it. Oh. Bang, bang. Zabbis, make a dexterity check. What? Why Zabbis? Oh no! Oh, I rolled a one. Nothing happens. Okay. What? Oh. Uh, a check for traps. Okay, make a uh, perception. You know, I would think the friggin' king of this town would put us up in some nicer digs. Eighteen. You are unable to perceive any traps on this door. It is locked, however. If only we had a rogue. Oh could. yeah! All right. Oh, uh, hey. I've got a lock picking set. Let's do it. Maybe it's really nice on the inside. And yeah, don't judge a, a nook by down. its cover. I never do, except for just today. I'm going to take notes on that joke. That was a good one. <laughs> it made me laugh. Fifteen. Fifteen will unlock the door, yeah. Hoopla. You margin thieves tools, you know, lock picks away. There's a click, and the door creaks opening inwards into the cottage. What do you do? What's it look like? Looking through the door, you can see there's light coming in through the cracks, kind of in the in the shutters. So it's not very well lit, but you can tell from the kind of ambient lighting that it is nicely furnished, very warm, very welcoming looking from the inside. It's a single floor, so there's no staircase or anything oh. that you can see from the doorway, the entryway. So you're looking into what's like a very cozy living room. I'm checking for traps. Okay. It's a dirty 20. You cannot perceive any traps in this room. Marjorie walks in. Pete runs in and jumps on the couch. Uh, a big cloud of dust uh, erupts from Pete as he jumps on the couch. Uh, this couch was not very, it has not been touched in a long time, so there was a thick layer Ew. of dust. There is a musky kind stuff? of smell. Oh, nice. Marjorie jumps on. Is there a chair? Yeah. She does that. The same thing. Now, uh, everybody kind of, your vision is blurred from all the dust oh, kind of in Are the we air. having a dust party? That's I so guess. much dust. It's a lot of dust. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, Pete's not a small creature, and no. I imagine that Marjorie jumped with vigor. She is a flip a flip lady. Marjorie, when you jump onto the the chair, this is this was a nice chair at one point. It's very plush down. It's nice. It's nice stuff, or it was at one time. Pete doesn't really care. He probably starts licking himself because he's so dirty now. (laughs) Yeah, right. He just starts grooming. Are there any, like, curtains to throw open? There are shutters. Yeah. Okay. Juno will open them. The light that comes in from the shutters illuminates all the dust in the room, so it it has a very almost eerie, but it's very eerily beautiful, I guess. Is Uh, there a kitchen? There is a kitchen. Is there a sink? There is a sink. Is there running water? That's where my brain went. Why? Uh, It's like a pump. Okay. Are there any windows that we can open? Yeah, just open shutters, but like open the windows, like open the windows, like open a window so that we can Uh, to air it out. Let's Snow White this cabin. Does anyone have (laughs) any cleaning spells? How many rooms are there? I'm sleepy. Is there anything in the fridge? There's a living room. There's a kitchen. There is a large bedroom. There is a study. 
I run into the large bedroom and jump on the bed. Okay, he's <laughs> sleepy. Dibs. Big poof of dust. Uh, make a constitution save. Why? No one else had to do that shit. It's uh, 18 plus whatever. Okay, you're fine. Yeah. <laughs> Zappas, make another dexterity check. Ew, what is what going on hell? with Zappas here? I feel like I have an idea, but... It's like spider senses. I think I might know what it is, too. Um, 16? You feel a little tug in your bag. Oh, God. Okay, I, I go to open my bag, and I presumably pull out the hoof, the, like, nasty <gasps> hoof. No. It's not that? No, it's not the hoof. Can I roll to, like, cur- like grab the correct thing out of my bag? Like, to, like, feel for... Like, do I know what it is? No. Okay. But you're you're aware that there's something. Where are you in the house right now? I'm still kind of like just inside the doorway. Okay, yeah, good then. That's then the right thing happened. Marjorie okay. took her shoes off. Okay, Juno's gonna go look. Everybody for make another a constitution save. <laughs> what? Because <laughs> of Marjorie's shoes. Nat twenty. Twelve. Fifteen. Fourteen. Fourteen and twelve. You are very aware that Marjorie's feet are very smelly. Guys, windows, windows. <laughs> Are there any open windows? Can we open them? Yeah, you can open the windows. Are there any like vases around margarine? Uh, yeah. Or vases? Ne- <laughs> next to you, there is like an end table that has a vase with some like sticks. All right, margarine takes the sticks out and then she pulls they the They kind of red- crumble when you touch them. Oh, no. She pulls the red flowers out of uh, her bag <laughs> okay. and put them in the, the vase. The vase? What should I call it? A vase or a vase? That's up to you. Either. What is it in the is Zero to hero. What is that? I like aunt better than aunt. And say vase. Vase. When you put the flowers in the vase, they kind of bloom into a bouquet. Oh. Nice. I follow the direction I feel my bag being tugged in. Roll a perception (laughs) check to see if you can figure that out. (laughs) (laughs) Ten. You want to go further into the house. That's the best you can figure out with a ten. Is there an upstairs? There is not an upstairs. Can I use my weather sense? Mm-hmm. That alerts me to subtle changes in the atmosphere. Yes. Is there any subtle changes in the atmosphere? Nothing that would be out of the ordinary. It's getting cooler because it's getting close to nighttime, but there's nothing drastic or out of the ordinary. Like, this feels like the weather for this region. Is there a fireplace? There is a fireplace. All right, Marjorie's going to make a fire. Okay, roll to make a fire. Nice. Hi-ya-ya. Uh, survival. All right. Let's use that skill. Let's do it. Mm. We've never. 12. Yeah, you can light a fire with a 12. Sick. In a fireplace in a room where nobody's bothering you, yeah, you can light a fire with a 12. <laughs> I have a question. Yes. Do I perceive that the house is the same size, the outside and the inside? Roll for that. Ooh. Roll Arcana. Ooh, okay. 16? Something feels off. Okay. I only ask because I feel like we've walked in and there's a lot of rooms in here. There's like a kitchen and a study and a bedroom and the living room with a bunch of stuff in it. Guys, I found Boggle. <laughs> and a oh, VHS good. tape of the Little Giants. Oh my god, I'm putting it on. Oh my gosh, volunteers! <laughs> I love this one. Juno's gonna go hunt for more rooms. I'm look. I look under the bed. It's all Tom Hanks DVDs. You find, yeah, you find a bunch of books. What are the books? Catch me if you can. Some are magic books. Some are travel logs. Are you flipping through anything? Are you looking? Zabbos, I found some books under here. Cool. You like you like books, right? Yeah. I- Go over there hesitantly, just because I feel weird. You walk towards the bedroom, roll another perception roll. 19. Okay, with a 19, you feel the tug. As you walk towards the bedroom, you feel a tug in the direction of the door of the study. Okay, um, I'm actually going to check out this study real quick. 
but I'll come oh. back in there. Okay. Uh, I'll, I'll be right back, though, I promise. I'm just trying to, you know, share an interest with you, but all right. <laughs> okay. When you walk into the study, uh, your your bag almost starts, like, shaking. Like, there's something moving around in your bag. I open up the bag and look inside. As you open up the bag and look inside, your face is covered with the servant's clothes from the Feywild. Oh. And they kind of wrap around your face suddenly, and you're taken aback by it, and then they separate. <laughs> They're like tangled up in your hair and your hat and everything, and then they separate themselves from you and arrange themselves as if they are inhabited by a person. Jeremy? Jeremy? Not person. Not Jeremy. <laughs> Did I hear Jeremy? No, there is no beak. It is just the clothes. But they do fill out a little bit. Did Zabbis uh, make an audible reaction to this? No. And oh. <laughs> I'm just like... It's it's happening too fast. Yeah, this is like seconds. Uh, and they arrange themselves in the study as if there is a person standing there. And then they go over to a bookcase and kind of stand in front of it. And as far as you can tell, look in your direction. Like the shoulders of the upper body clothes, the shirt and jacket, whatever it is, square themselves to you. So they're like looking oh, at you. Okay. I can never find a good upper body clothes. <laughs> <laughs> you look good in red upper body clothes oh thank you i i walk over and kind of i first i trust the clothes i like <laughs> instinctually i think i trust them so i i walk over and look at what they're looking at the arm of the jacket indicates a book on the shelf i go and i look i look at the book i don't touch it yet because something's just weird the book that is being indicated by the clothes is the book on the protective energies of the seven sacred groves by Kiva Araben, which is one of the books that you took from the uh, library Galamathir that helped you solve the puzzles to get to the Feywild. Yeah, I, I go, I grab the book. When you grab it, it doesn't come off the shelf. It's a lever and make a dexterity roll. Ten. Uh, with a ten, you start to tumble as the floor you're standing on turns into a descending spiral staircase. Ooh. So you start falling down. Oh, God. Juno's been looking around, just trying to find rooms. And at this moment, he comes into the doorway, just as Zavis is, like, going down. <laughs> is there any audible reaction from Zavis as you tumble? I think it's, I think I got the wind knocked out of me. So it's just, like, <laughs> noises. Just, just studs. Yeah. I hop off the bed, and I'm like, Zavis, when are you coming in here? As I walk into the studio. Oh, uh, Fleck, 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 come here, Fleck. Oh, what's up? What's uh, happening? Zavis was in this room, and Zavis went down somewhere do we see the clothes standing there yeah oh shit whoa yeah, now now they have their like arms behind their back they're like standing kind of like at at attention like they're they're like waiting for the rest of you who are you jeremy they don't respond You're there's talking. no face or anything are we all in there yeah, except for zabbis is now downstairs zabbis is now downstairs um i'll i'll do do you know do an arcana check just on this robe okay the servants garments while he's doing that, Marjorie's going to yell down the hole, Zebus, are you okay? Did I take any damage falling through? You took three damage because you landed on your head. Oh, Ooh, oh wow. no. I'm, I'm alive, but I might have a concussion. You left, <laughs> you left your clothes up here. What? Eight on that arcana check. Looks magic. Oh, yeah. You're more concerned about the fact that I left them up there and not the fact that they're filled by a ghost or something. <laughs> I call for Pete to come in the room and I say, hey, Pete, intimidate these pile of clothes. And if they're intimidated, then we we beat them up. Yeah. Okay, roll an intimidation roll for Pete. Why do you always want to beat things up, Storby? To know if they're good or not. <laughs> the world isn't black and white like that, bud. 
That was like a big theme. <laughs> In- intimidation? Yeah. I learned a lesson uh, about black and uh, tw- They don't react. All right, it's good. We're safe. Oh, I'm coming, Zebus, to heal you. I'm coming to see what's down there. I'm coming because I want to play Boggle. I'm coming because I don't want to be alone. <laughs> All of you make dexterity rolls to see a few three stooges oh, oh down no. this staircase. <laughs> oh, nat 20. <laughs> Margarine's fine. It's dexterity? Yeah. 20. Yep. 8. <laughs> 12. You're all good. Okay. Yeah, yeah, you're all good. Uh, if two of you had bungled up, you would have gotten tangled, but oh, you're, all, you're all good. Um, so Marjorie descends first, then, then Flack, then Juno, and then Fletch bringing up the rear. Pete, Pete, come too. So you now are all down at the bottom of this spiral staircase. You I help Zabba's up. Thanks. Okay. You are now all standing at the bottom of this spiral staircase and you find yourself in a very nice wooden room with a door, uh, about 10, 15 feet from you and the servant's clothes descends down the stairs kind of floats down behind you it doesn't reach the floor it looks like it's about foot distance from the floor the bottom of the pants and it goes over to the door and it opens the door and it kind of beckons you through the door what do you do is there dust on the ground no this is pristine Ooh. Uh, okay yeah i go through wait wait Zavis, where, where'd your head get I, hit oh yeah. i don't know <laughs> juno pats Zabus's head and casts healing word. Okay. What's the word? Yeah, what's your healing word? Say cheese. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. All right, and you get healed for eight if you need it. I do. I much need that. Wait, does the does the person being being affected by this also have to say Say cheese? cheese. No, yeah, Wait, I think he said say cheese, <laughs> so you just have to say cheese. You don't have to say say. So the, the servant's clothes are becking you into this next room. What do you do? Yeah, I, I walk Yeah, Z- Zavis walks through. Juno behind him, patting him on the head. Uh, the rest of you, you heading through? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So now you find yourself in this bigger room, and there's slats separating two halves of this room. And on the other side of the slats, there is a, a second door. And in that other side with the other door, there are also three switches. The servant's close goes over to the slats, flattens out, slides through the slats, and flips one of the switches and waits there. The slats are narrow, by the way. Like, the clothes barely fit through. Could I? Oh. So now. How tall are they? How tall are the slats? Floor to ceiling. Oh. How many switches? Three? Three. The servant's clothes flips one and then waits by it. Are we doing this? Are we flipping switches? Well, we need to figure out what that switch just did. Hey, can't you turn into a bird? Not today. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Marjorie, don't you have that that spectral hand? I do. Are we doing it? Oh, spectral hand. Nice. Mage hand, baby. Oh, mage mage head. All right, Marjorie casts mage hand to... Can she do both switches? Try. I'm going to do one. Okay. Do I roll or do I just do it? I think you just do it. Sick. So I'm going to turn one of the switches. Dope. Okay. Uh, The switch flips. There's a little ding. You can perceive no other effect. Does it matter which, which one did you... It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter, okay. One of the one of the two unflipped switches. I guess I'll just flip the other one. When you go over to the other switch, you feel a little electric jolt and you take four damage. Oh, neat. Well You okay? That's some powerful electricity if it can go through a spectral hand. Almost as if it's magic. Oh. Guys, I have an idea. Yes. What if I shoot an arrow at it? Uh at what? The switch. Um, Did they reset? Yeah. Nope. The two switches are still flipped. The one that you flipped and the one that the clothes flipped. 
Uh, I, I don't think that I can switch flip two. I think it has to be one a piece. Right. Well, we don't so have mage hands. I'm shooting. I'm shooting the other switch. Well, I didn't until I met you guys. So <laughs> I got 19. What's the what would be the oh dex? So 24. <laughs> you you <laughs> sorry in my in my head that cough was the closed. <laughs> you fire your arrow and you're looking down your bow and you know that you should have hit this switch, but your arrow does not pass through the slats. You know your aim was a hundred percent on. Guys, my aim was a hundred percent on. But it's your arrow but like disappears arrow when disappears. it goes to the slats. Are you sure? Because it didn't hit the switch. Would a puppet fit through but the s- the slot? Ew. The slat? Oh. The clothes barely could. I don't think so. Samus, don't you have help. like magic? Your, pu- your puppet's like a ventriloquist dummy, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah that wouldn't go. No, through. I have eyes. That's why I said. <laughs> or does your like crazy black hair do anything special? I don't think so. I think it just looks cool. That's fair. I'm also gonna cast Mage Hand. Oh, whoa! And I'm going to flip back down the switch that the clothes flipped up. So I don't switch the one that Marcher and flipped up. You do that, but then the clothes flip it back up. Ha <laughs> that guy's cheeky. Oh. <laughs> How long does Mage Ham, like, what can A I... minute. Oh, I, I flipped down the one margarine did that. Hey! Okay, it's flipped down and it stays down. I flipped the flips third. it back up. No! You... Okay. And she slaps the other Mage Hand. No! <laughs> oh, no, your Mage Hand's gone. You got shocked. Oh! oh. I can't. Okay. I I'm gonna, I'm song. flipping down hers then. And then down. I'm, I'm Yes. Okay. And then I'm flipping up the third one that hasn't been flipped yet. The third one goes up. Okay. Did you get shocked? No, because not. I'm oh. Everybody, although the, uh, guys, there are three switches. We have to work as a team to flip three switches as three separate people. I flip the third one to see what happens. Just could get shocked. Okay, you flip down the second one that Marjorie had flipped yes. up. Yes. And then you flip up the I third one. up the third one that had not been flipped yeah. up yet. And then I... Then I flip up the one that margarine flipped When up. you go to f- touch the margarine one, you are shocked and you take two damage. Okay. Called it. Bitch. I just wanted to see if it was different. Savage. She now just yells through the bars, hey, hey, flip yourself. Flip yourself. Nothing happens. Can, okay. I have a well, rapier. Would that fit through there? It won't reach. Can I it cast magic? Won't reach you again. thought of everything, huh? All right, before we started, Gressel said we'd have to use our abilities I've been using my abilities. Yeah, but she canceled out my abilities. abilities. No. No, James, there is a spell that you you <laughs> and Chelsea both have spells that will do this. <laughs> oh, shit. Daggers? Nope. <laughs> wait. Don't you have a special door? Wait, or wait, 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 wait. I know what to do. The, the spell? <laughs> I know what to do. <sighs> she probably knows hold what on, to hold do. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, Unseen Servant. Damn it. No. <laughs> I was going to do it, but I wanted to make sure I was doing it right. I so cast cool. an Fuck unseen you. servant behind the things. Is that Can I do that? I cast one too really fast. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay. Mine unseen servant pushes her unseen servant down and runs over to the third <laughs> switch. <laughs> How are you going to do that? <laughs> They're unseen. So? Doesn't mean it didn't happen. <laughs> oh, my God. Can we really know? My servant springs into existence behind the slots and runs over to the third thing and flips it up the door opens and the slats fall into the floor and you now have a clear way into the next room yay good job servant the clothes the servant's clothes go into the next room and lead you into it do you guys follow yeah Marjorie's grumpy I just again waste a spell slot? i think you did well you still have it so now we have two unseen servants yep and they follow you for uh the next hour dope we had dueling mage hands and dueling unseen servants <laughs> <laughs> what a what a day guys 
Wow, it looks like two of our people just burnt two spell slots for no reason. Well, mine are pretty run down from earlier today, so I don't have any spell slots left, really. And yeah, my temper's short. I got all my slots. In this next room, there is no. you can perceive no other door other than the door that you came into. Are you all fully in the room? Is it dark in here? Nope. Yeah. Oh, it's just a room yeah, without another door. Room. You're all in the room. As soon as you're all in the room, the door behind you closes. Oh, no. You are now in a room with one singular door behind you that you came through that is closed and a pedestal in the center of the room upon which there is a bonsai tree. What do you do? Ooh. All right. Is bonsai buddy up in there? Stormy, don't <laughs> don't try to intimidate it. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was going to do. You, you know me so well. All right. I won't, I won't intimidate the tree. What do you want me to do to it? Flat, could you sing the tree a nice song? Yeah. I take out my uke and I sing... Um, Got any tree songs? No. Why can't I? Oh, yeah. Yeah, the fucking trees by Rush. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing happens. Juno's going to creep up and let's like pet it gingerly. Make a dex roll to see how gingerly you pet it. Oh, come on. 16. So you gingerly pet the bonsai tree and nothing happens. It's All friendly. Right. If I was a tree and I was guarding a, I don't know, a passage, mm-hmm. what would I want? Water? Yeah. You have a oh, bucket. Yeah, you have your huh! bucket. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Marjorie takes the bucket off her head. By the way, listeners, Marjorie has a bucket on her head, which is useless until it's upside down, or I mean right side up. And the pirate hat on top of that. So she takes the bucket off, puts the pirate hat back on, flips it upside down so it fills with water. Mm -hmm. And then she just, she gently waters. She needs a boost, though. Sorby. Yeah. Could you lift me up? Of course. Make a strength roll. Eight. I mean, yeah, you can pick up Marjorie. Yeah. I just wanted to make sure it wasn't a fail. Okay, yeah. (laughs) And she just, she gingerly pours a little bit of water on the bonsai tree. Make a dex roll. Okay, she's good at that. Don't give it too much water. It's uh, here in a lightless room. It might not need much. Dirty there's 20. light in the room. Oh, there's light in the room? Light in the Sunlight? Room. There's light in the room. Okay. Ooh. It's a dirty 20. It's yeah, you you gingerly water the bonsai tree and nothing happens. Oh, no. Arjun pours the water out, not on the tree, and puts the bucket back on her head. Did I make clear that this is this is a potted plant on a pedestal, not like growing into yeah. a pedestal? Zavis, okay. is this your friend? <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, my God. Can I roll for that like do i i would roll know. to recognize the plant this is not your I, okay. friend you know you know your plant know. friend I yeah would know that. you would recognize your plant friend your plant friend is not a bonsai tree well what we tried shape to- is it in bonsai trees are in shapes what shape is this thing in it kind of swoops it's not one of the ones that just is shaped like a tree that's boring it, yeah. it, it, it has like a flow to it like an annihilation tree. yeah it's a pine one that has a very like flowy shape to it it's very nice to what's look what's the at. servant clothes doing right now the servant close is just standing next to the pedestal, kind of at attention. What happens if I touch the the shirt of the servant clothes? It depresses as if there's nothing inside of it, as if they're closed. What on happens a if I grab the shirt of the servant clothes? Nothing. What happens if I grab the shirt of the servant clothes and put it over the tree, like the tree's wearing a shirt now? Make a dexterity <laughs> roll. I've always wanted to see a tree with an upper body covering. Twenty three. <laughs> When you let go of it, it floats back off of the tree. Well, sorry for trying to make you look better. Right, a- well, we tried to we tried to dress this tree. We've sang it a song, and we've we've pet it, and we've given it water. I mean, what's left but to destroy it? We basically pick it up. Just pick it up. I, oh, I want to exhaust my options before I went and fucking tried to kill it. Is, is that what you're yes, doing? Yes. Can I go touch it and pick it up? All right, and lift it. Up the pop. When you pick it up, the walls of the room 
start to depress in on you. They start enclosing. I quickly put it down. They're still moving. Uh And out of the walls at different points in the room, all over, it's kind of a dome-shaped ceiling, and there are buttons that appear that come out of the stone at a, a bunch of different points around. There's like 12 buttons. Do they look different? No, they all look the same. The walls are starting to shrink. It's weird because it's a round room, and it shouldn't really, like, engineering-wise... This shouldn't be happening with stone, but it's it's like the oh. room is shrinking. Juno, bows at the ready. Bows, bows at the ready. Bows. Mage hand. Is Koi the Rins. tree staying Koi the same size? Stop all the garbage the smashers on the staying. detention level. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I hope that that carriage was a save point. The tree is the same size. You guys are the same size. The room appears to be shrinking. All right, I take aim and shoot at one of the buttons. Half depresses and bounces off. Crap. Is Who there knows? a button within, like, my reach? You can all get to various buttons, but there I, are buttons mm, on the ceiling and things. I press one of the buttons. It turns, it, like, glows red. I press another button. You let go of the first button? Yeah. It also glow. the second button you press also glows red. Wait, now, are there two glowing the red buttons? One? No, it just, it glows red when you press it, and when you let go of it, it, it oh, no it's longer like glows. when you're in the, the line for Transformers, those little buttons on the wall everywhere that you can press. Let's Universal. press two at the same time. Switch. I got we it. have yeah. to press all of them at the same time, guys. I'll press another while Flack is pressing that yeah. one. Yeah, I'll press okay. one. When t- multiple buttons are pressed at the same time, they glow orange. Press the third one. Yeah, Everyone well, press one. Yeah, we all... Too tall for you guys to reach. Even on top of each other? Mm-hmm. How are they pressing the buttons then? They're, they're all over. They're, oh. on the, they're on the walls. They're, they're all on the arches of the, the dome. Here's the thing. There's uh, 12 buttons and five of us. Maybe if we get 10 of them, servant clothes will take care of the last two. Stormy, I think now is the time to stay 12. alive. I think so, too. You said there's 12, right? I said there's 12 buttons. I, put, I use a climbing salve and start scaling the walls. Okay. Two of the high up ones. Mark that you used a climbing salve use oh, and roll athletics. Did I waste that? It's like 20, 20. Yeah, yeah, you climb up there. If Marjorie climbs on Juno, can she reach two with her hands? Sure, but you're, you're, you're getting and further away from others. She's going to cast Mage Hand to press another one near to the ceiling. So that's three for Marjorie. Are there any low enough that Pete could press his head against? Probably, but you're, you're, this isn't the way to get all, you're not going to be able to get all these buttons this way. Okay, let's all touch one button at least. Is everyone doing that now? I have yeah. three. It turns orange, though, right? They turn orange. Oh, okay. I, I knew when two of us did it, I thought if all of us did it, it would be a different color. They all just, if mm. multiple buttons are depressed at the same time, but not all of them are depressed at the same time, Damn. they turn orange. What's that purple dome you have? Oh, yeah. yeah. If we use that, would that would that expand and push all the buttons in the circular yeah. room? Oh, because it's dome. As it closes in. I cast that. Ooh. I cast my purple dome. The wall of force from the purple dome depresses all of the buttons, turning them green, and the floor beneath you descends into a spiral staircase. Everybody make a dexterity oh. roll. <laughs> Yay, that was my last level three slot. Six. Seventeen. Zabbis tumbles down the stairs again. <laughs> Twelve. Zabbis. Take three damage when you land. Oh, is Twelve okay? Twelve is okay. Good thinking, Stormy. Thanks. I appreciate that. Hey, Zabbis, sorry you fell again. Yeah. Are you okay, Zabbis? Yeah. After you guys half tumble down the stairs, unless you're Zabbis where you fully tumble down the stairs, <laughs> the servant's clothes descends with you and opens up a door at the base of the stairs, and you suddenly find yourself in a large pasture. Whoa. You are oh, outside. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> it yeah. seems as if you're outside. <laughs> Juno just, oh, yeah. <laughs> Juno, just take a beat to realize how weird this is. I can't. I'm rolling around in the grass. <laughs> 
like a little kid. There is the door behind you, and you're in a fenced-in area. And on the other side of the fence, there are three beautiful fey deer. They're like deer, but their coats kind of shimmer in the light. They're, they they it looks like they're changing colors. Their antlers have flowers sprouting from them. Are they from the Feywild, or are they just they fey deer? Make a check. This would be a nature check. Check, check, check it Critical out. Critical fail. Ooh, I got a one. They look so my head like hurts. animals. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, right. Don't think too hard. Uh, Could I do an arcana check if they are fairy? <laughs> It'd be nature if you're trying nature. to discern okay. what kind of animals they yeah, are. Yeah, I'll, I'll try and do nature as well. Stormy feels really stupid right now. <laughs> I live in the woods, but I don't know what that is. <laughs> so does Marjorie. Everything that she's tried has failed. <laughs> 18, yeah. They are from the Feywild. They are fey deer. You, they do not exist on your plane. This is super weird. You also know that you're underground, but seemingly outside. Is there a sky? There is a sky. Whoa. What color it is, is it? It's bright blue, sunny day. Oh, wasn't I... the Feywild's sky like orange? orange? Yeah. Whoa. Are the deer the only things we see? They're and in there's like a, a pen? They're in like a, you're in a pen. They're in a larger kind of pasture. Oh. There are three around the field that these deer are in. There are three large floor switches, for lack of a better descriptor. Juno's going to use his primeval awareness. Okay. And unless you tell me I can't because they're special babies, these deer can recognize Juno as a kindred spirit. And Juno can read its basic moods uh, and intent. They're friendly. Okay. They don't appear to have any kind of intent other than just being deer. They don't intend to harm you. They don't really pay you much mind. Marjorie steps on a floor pedestal. They're on the other side of the fence. Oh, my bad. I call out to them. I'm like making like kissy noises like, come here, dear. Just want I want to pet them. Are you so walking bad. up to the fence? Yeah. Do you touch the fence at all? No, I don't think I would. Okay. Marjorie like, jumps over the fence. Roll acrobatics. Twenty six. Uh, you try to leap over the fence, but when you it cross the plane of the fence, mm-hmm. you take seven electrical damage and are thrown back oh. into the pen Fuck. that you guys were in. I'm done with this. <laughs> I don't like it. But Zabbis, I believe, uh, is animal handling a skill? Is that on your skill list? Yeah, it is. Roll it. Yeah, so roll an animal handling check. 15? With a 15, it, it uh, one of the deer, you get one of the deer's attention and it starts to walk towards you and it's it's curious about you, but it doesn't come close enough where you can like touch it or pet it. Mm. Using primeval awareness, can you tell me, do they have any short-term needs such as food or safety? No, there's grass, and there don't appear to be any predators. Okay. Yeah. Juno's going to go up with Zabbis and start doing the same. Okay, roll same animal, handling. animal handling. Deer. Wait, you can do uh, something after ten. this, James. Ten? Uh, nothing happens with the ten. Okay. Yeah. So we basically need to step or put pressure on these switches on the other side of an electrical fence barrier, is what I'm gathering from. And there are three switches? Yes, there are three mm-hmm. switches. And three deer. And mm-hmm. three deer. Why don't we get the deer to go on the switches? Yes. Zabbis, where are you? I can communicate simple ideas to a beast, and maybe I can persuade it to perform me a small favor. Yeah, and maybe Zabbis can prestigitate some food onto one of the switches. Another deer to get him. Juno points at one of the switches and is communicating, communing with one of the deer, and kind of walks in the direction of the switch and still pointing at it. Okay, saying, I'm going to make you do here. two checks for this. Okay. First, animal handling. All right. And I'll give you advantage for your primeval awareness. Do it. 18. Okay. Now persuasion. 15. 
it walks towards the switch, but starts to kind of lose interest when it gets closer. Mm. Wait, can I have my unseen servant go and like push at the deer butt, like one of the deer's butts? Towards- you can try. Yeah, I'm going to have my unseen servant try to push the deer <laughs> towards the button. When your unseen servant touches the deer, you're trying to push its butt. Yeah. Uh, the deer just instinctively kicks backward. And kills your unseen servant. Oh, oh no! Whoa! No! Sucks. It's very. I definitely dead too. use command, but I can't because we had a fight earlier today and we haven't rested, so <laughs> it's a problem. Okay, um, I'm gonna cast Prestidigitation. Okay. On one of the switches, and okay, so one of these is like you can you create a non-magical trinket or an illusory image that can fit in your hand. So can I just make an apple? Sure. Okay, and make an apple on one of the switches. It draws uh, one of the deer over to the switch, and it depresses the switch, and there's a ding. But when the deer tries to eat the apple and realizes that it's not real, it walks away. Fuck. Oh, I wrote down my cloak wrong. I thought it was a cloak of animal handling. It's a cloak of animal friendship. Right. Which gives me the ability to cast animal friendship. Yes, it does. I'm going to do that. Marjorie's like, oh, old lady brain. (laughs) <laughs> I forgot a thing. Mm-hmm. So animal friendship, choose a beast that you can see. It must be able to see and hear you. Mm-hmm. If its intelligence is four or higher, the spell fails. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, it must pass a wisdom save or be charmed by you. You can target one additional beast for each slot level above first. Well, I don't you don't have, have any, any slots, slots yeah. Yet. So this is a first level. You can do one of them. But it did fail its save, so you have one of the deer under your control. Ayo! Ooh, nice. Uh, hey, beastie. Can you do me a favor? Just wander your little cute butt over to one of them there stepping stones. And it does that. And it depresses one of the switches and it dings and it stays there. Guys, I did it. I did something. Don't hurt it or else the whole thing's going to fall No, maybe apart. shoot and kill it and then it won't move oh off Oh my that God. Switch. Whoa. I just imagine its little hoof just like bloop onto the <laughs> switch. When Marjorie was saying that, Juno took like a half step when she said like, hey, Beastie, move that sweet butt. He's like, oh, wait, no, that's not me. Okay. <laughs> no, but what if we just shoot it so it won't get off that switch? It's not going anywhere. Yeah, let's not kill it, man. It's right. not Her spell <laughs> lasts a little bit. I don't think we can even Sam, we shoot gotta, anything through. You know, if we want to keep that switch depressed, that would be the, the best way to do it. Tell your friend, tell your dear friend to tell its friends to do the same thing. Is that yeah. Pure pressure. Deer pressure. Beastie. Lovely magical beast. Can you communicate with your fellow brethren to go and stand on those other those other pedestals, please? By pedestals I mean the depressions. You get it. You understand me. We're kindred. I love you. Could close there. First of all, I want to say that I love thinking that canonically Zavis is like eating a snack right now. <laughs> 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 While like, hey, Barbara, do this thing. Mm-hmm. Your plea to the to your charmed deer does not work because they cannot speak. Oh, yeah, for they cannot speak. Uh, I cast minor illusion, which lets me create something no larger than a five foot cube. So within a five foot cube size, uh, I make a a sexy fey deer standing on one of the deer, <laughs> and it wiggles in a alluring way to one of the other two deer. That draws one of the other deer over, and it's. Depresses the switch and the switch dings and it kind of like starts. Sur- I shoot it with my crossbow. <laughs> oh Jesus! Because that thing's not real. It's gonna realize it yeah. and leave. It's it's Roll gonna try and mount it and then it's not gonna work. Oh boy! Eighteen. Yeah, you hit it. Okay. Uh, it roll down? damage. 
Six. It doesn't die. Fuck. And it spooks and runs away. Damn oh, it. fuck. And it kind of circles around and then goes back to grazing in the middle oh, of shit. these switches. Does it bleed or anything? Is it injured? Yeah, Can we tell? No, no, well, I'm just curious to see if <laughs> if the arrow's still in him and if he's dying or if he's is he bleeding out. Yeah, there, I mean, there's an arrow. Yeah, like there's a crossbow bolt. God damn it, it. Flack. Oh, wait. What? When it tried to eat the fake it apple, it got off the switch. But when it was it tried... on the switch of the moment. Yeah, and then it might have gotten off. I tried to be proactive. Oh, my God. Sex above violence, you guys. Zavis, could you just float me over? This no, no dude, I think you're going to get shot. I, well, how tall is this I jumped it, this and it shocked fence. me. I also can't really levitate. I can't. You'll just float up, and that's it. Juno, I jumped it, and I got shocked. I didn't touch the fence. Oh, you didn't touch the fence? No. I thought you touched it. Mm-hmm. How oh, tall yeah. is it? How tall is the fence? It's not a tall fence, but but Marjoram crossed the plane of the fence, oh, and, it, and it shocked her. Damn. So no one's touched the fence yet? No. I mean... We could murder all of them and just like move the bodies. How? Ah, fireball. <laughs> if I did my cape of bees, can I control the bees? <laughs> you can try. That's hilarious. Bees do my pity. I use my cape of bees. <laughs> okay. <laughs> to create a swarm of bees. And this is my first time doing it, so I guess we're all learning together. Uh, Whatever way he wants. If I can control these bees, can I make a animal handling check? Oh man! So I have this lucky pick. (laughs) (laughs) That uh, that's such a good roll, there, bud. Gives me three luck points per day that allow me to re-roll a d twenty. So (laughs) use one of those luck. Much better. Seventeen. Sure, you can control the bees. Yes, for one minute. Okay, I, I control the swarm of bees and try to use them to herd the deer onto the other... The other two deer? Yeah, like to like just yes. give them those stings in the butts and get them like galloping towards the, the buttons. <laughs> the bees erupt from your cloak as you do some sort of flourish with the, clo- the cloak. And How about a song in B major? Ooh, inspiration. Oh. Yes. Your swarm of bees splits, one chasing one deer, the other chasing the other, and as soon as all three switches are depressed, the ground beneath you falls into a spiral staircase. Everybody make a dexterity save. Yeah. My candles! 18. Another 16. dirty 20. Dirty 20. Yeah, Zabbos is fine this time. Yay. Nine. <laughs> Juno this time falls down the stairs oh, no. and takes four damage as he thuds into the ground. Hey, Juno, tap yourself on the head and say, cheese. My spell slots are taken up. Oh, no. No cheese for you. Every time you guys say cheese, Marjorie gets a little pang of sadness. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Oh. <laughs> Forgot again. You are now in another little landing room. There's a door. The clothes, the servant's clothes opens this door and be- beckons you into this next room where you are in a giant cavern and you are on a ledge. There is barely enough room for the five of you to stand on it. And in about 40 feet, 40, 50 feet in the middle of this this just cavern that that falls down that you can't even see the bottom. There's a giant pedestal that comes from the center of wherever floor there there is. Uh, and on this pedestal, there is a book. Oh, by the way, Flack, that was really fucking cool. Oh, what, the bee thing? <laughs> yeah. Thanks. I didn't know you could do that. I didn't know that either. It's just bees just came out of your back. Yeah, I feel like I can't do that again until I sleep, but... Uh... <laughs> That's probably good. Yeah, definitely worth it. Wow. How far away is the pedestal? 40, 50 feet. 
How tall is that ladder I have in my cloak? Did I? I use think that it's already? twenty feet. Oh. Maybe it's just a matter of having faith that a bridge is there. And, and yeah, try cross. that. Dude. Yeah, 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 yeah sure, sure. I'm a penitent man. But why won't this work too? No, I'm, I'm, I don't want to do that. I don't have enough faith. I, I'm a cleric, but oh boy, it's a drop. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Can someone fly over there? Oh, Stormy can. How do you figure that? <laughs> I don't know. You can get that far, can right? Can you fly? Isn't that how you got your name? No. Don't Control you have a disco I have gust of I, The disco will only push me 15 feet in oh, the direction that's I not point, enough, so huh? I will definitely die. Oh, okay. We don't what want that. What if we that. Final Fantasy Advent Children it? And just like what? launch each other up in the air, and then at the very end, you're the you're the cloud. Then and you, you all can, die. Oh, it's themed, and then you get to shoe right up with your little dance moves. Has anyone that else was, seen that movie? No, no. you're the only Sick. one. Well, <laughs> <laughs> what does gust of wind do? I looked it up on my sheet, but it didn't. It doesn't say what it does. It just a line of strong it. wind, sixty feet long and ten feet wide, blasts from you in a direction you choose for the spell's duration. Each creature that starts a turn in the line must succeed on a strength save or be pushed fifteen feet from you in, a, in the direction following the line. That's cool. Any creature yeah. in the line must spend two feet of movement for every one foot in it. Uh, the gust disperses gas or vapor. It extinguishes candles, torches, and similar unprotected flames. It causes protected flames such as those in a lantern to dance wildly and has a fifty percent chance of extinguishing them. Uh, as a bonus action, you can change direction of the line. Hmm. So that wouldn't work. That's cool, though. This is that not is cool. the fun cabin experience I was picturing. <laughs> I, I want to play games. Yeah, is this what summer camp is? No. Do I still hmm. have an unseen servant? Uh, you do. Uh, you do. Go get that. Go get it. Go get the book. You feel, Zabbis, that your unseen servant starts walking towards the book and then plummets down. <laughs> oh no! Through the you know into the chasm. And then you get the sense, suddenly, you lose the, the sense of your unseen servant. And then it appears above you. Oh. Uh-oh. And plummets down. And this repeats. It's oh, like portal. No. Yeah. Oh, so we can do this. Yeah. We just have to jump into a forward motion. Oh, no. Do it. And then once we jump, we keep going. Oh, no. All right. I think I figured it out. I do have a, a story. fear of heights. Okay. You figured out that we'll fall forever. But then how do we get... <laughs> With a gust of wind. With a gust of wind or a staying alive dance mid-fall. I have a rope. Go for it. (laughs) Wait, wait, no, no, rope, rope. rope. Do the rope. I don't want to jump into a void. Okay. Okay, Tie a rope to me and I'll do this. Doing it. Stormy. This rope is going to like tear someone in half. I should probably tie the rope someplace else, huh? No. Just just a free-fied rope? Yeah. All right. Do I have any like running room to run? Uh, You've got like five feet of running room. Okay. All right, guys, here we go. I'm going to do this, and if I die... Stormy, just, I want you to know, you may not remember, but you've had love in your life. Oh, dude. Thanks. Uh, what you perceive just happened, Stormy, is that Juno just looked at you blank-faced and touched your shoulder. It's uh, on brand for you. <laughs> and just not say anything to me and touch oh, me. damn it. Uh, <laughs> n- know that we love you. Stormy, Thank that you, you can if, hear. If you die, I'll write a song about you. Thanks. I won't. I'm confident. <laughs> and I just take a, I take a couple steps back, and I run real fast, and then I jump as high as I can. Okay, roll athletics. Okay. Critical oh. fail. Oh, no! Oh, no! Your boot catches the, the lip of the <laughs> ledge, and you, instead of jumping, just fall forward in like a belly flop position, and you fall. Oh, shit! 
and you fall for a what you perceive as a long time. You're in like free fall as if you jumped out of a plane. Okay. And you just see blackness before you, just endless <laughs> black and the wind rushing up in your face. And then suddenly you see you're above the platform or the platform is a little bit behind you, but you're above it and everybody else is standing there looking down and then you pass by them again. <laughs> <'Cause how? laughs> oh my God. And this uh, repeats and the rope is Just billowing flailing. behind you. Okay, so then I, I try to regain my composure and then I... <laughs> I mean, you... You can't, you, can't, you're just kind of I'm falling. Yeah, you're like twisting around in midair. Can I correct myself? You could turn over, but you're still falling. I'm still falling. All right. What happened with the rope? The rope is just flying behind him. It was we a didn't... fail safe. Oh god. And it's a fail now, so we got to grab it. Well, I want to use my I want to use my I wings of staying alive. Okay. To try to <laughs> while I'm falling next to them, I try to shoot myself back up. Back to the platform. Yeah, back to the platform. Okay, this is going to be a series of rolls you have to hit. <laughs> okay. Oh god. Roll performance. Okay. See if you can do the dance. I got 19. Oh, yeah. Okay. And then performance is zero, so 19. Yeah. All right. So you successfully do the dance. So that's yeah. your first one. Okay. Uh, next roll. This looks insane. I'm just yeah. falling. Just yeah. <laughs> you, you Hand guys, in the air. You, it's, it's like a, a few seconds of a loop. Yeah. Yeah. So you it's guys like are one of seeing those animation him. machines that when it spins, you can see the movement. But like when it freezes, <laughs> it's all just the same. So you successfully did the dance. Okay. So now you have to have roll. To... What would be your? I guess dexterity would be timing. Perfect. Fourteen. No, you bounce off. You miss the timing, and you bounce off the the wall. Take four damage. Oh no. Oh man. Uh, and I don't know if you can do that again today. No, I can't. <laughs> uh, so the loop continues, and the rope uh, is falling behind him as well. So all right, I'm going to try to yell to Zab. Zab. So you what? hear Zab. What? Yeah. Okay. What I'm going to do? I'm going to cast levitate. <laughs> On him. All right. So, Ooh, but yeah, you've call. got to make a ranged spell attack to try to hit him, which I don't think you normally need to do with level no. levitate, but I'm going to make you do this to try to hit him. Oh, shit. 18? Okay. Yeah. Oh, wait. What's your armor class? Let's do it this way. My armor class? 15. Oh, yeah. Okay. So you get him. Okay. Oh. So he's oh, levitating. God. Where'd you get him? Pres- I mean, pre- in I, the cycle. Presumably, I cast it right in front yeah, of you. Yeah. Right in front so. of you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You, Here, you got the timing. Right? Grab this rope. <laughs> Just throw the rope over to them. Roll Dex to throw really, the rope. Really, man? <laughs> 20. No, dirty 20. Yeah, okay. So the rope, you guys, who's going to catch the rope? Someone catches you catch the rope. Roll athletics to catch the rope. <laughs> Can Marjorie help? Sure. 16. 22. Yeah, you guys will grab the rope. Mike, make a constitution save. 18. Okay, you feel queasy, but oh, you're... But you hold it together. Dude, don't throw up because that thing is going to come. Can anyone cast Mage Hand? I think I can, but I yeah. just cast. I don't know how that works. It's like, a cantrip, right? Don't you have to like maintain your Yeah, meditation? you've got the yeah. concentration. It's my only magic, so I cast <laughs> do, Mage Hand. Do it and like push him. Who am I pushing? Not me. Not me. Oh, yeah, yes. him. <laughs> toward, toward the Towards pedestal. The guys. I push. <laughs> oh, you're halfway there already, dude. I push dude. Starby toward the All right, pedestal. let me, oh, let me check me to see what? what? Right, yeah, you're oh, floating. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And Mar- okay. Margarine is making oh, you a big You're like a balloon. Oh, my God, guys. She's got her little tiny fingers in front of her. Wait, should I let like, go of the rope? No, no, hold on. Okay. Hold on to it, but when he gets pushed, like, like let it out. What? Marjorie There's enough rope to reach across. Yeah, it's 50 feet of rope, so, I mean, you... You can get most of the way there. You'd have to maneuver a little bit to get it right. And as I'm floating away, I say, guys, I know we say do what's fun. 
that was a bad idea. <laughs> Marjorie uses the mage hand, but like on Stormy's butt. Okay. Uh, Why? <laughs> you push him and he moves like f- five feet. Oh. Guys, how many Mage feet? Hand's not the strongest thing in the world. <sighs> it's not, but it's he's not, not he's Phantom Test. Yeah, but. If I use Gusts of Wind behind me, would that push me because I'm free floating? That's so far. I need, I need a visual picture of what's going on right okay. now. Okay. The four of you are standing on a ledge. It's like the ledge in uh, A New Hope that, that Luke and Leia mm-hmm. are on. In, you know what I'm... Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's about the space that you have. There's not a lot of space to maneuver around. You're in like a, a doorway. There is a massive chasm and this pedestal 50 feet away from you. Floating five feet above you. And Damn. you're six feet tall. You fell your, the, your length. You're a little over six feet tall. So you're six and a half feet from the ledge. And you're floating five feet above you guys. So you could easily pull him in now that you grabbed the rope. Well, no, now he's 11 feet out because the mage hand pushed yeah, him five pushed feet Yeah, pushed him out. five feet. Stormy, yeah. can you make yourself like a sailboat, but in the air? <laughs> like use my... Do you have a cloak? Do you got any gas in the chamber that could propel you forward? Oh, I'm just trying to think of ideas. I mean, use a, <laughs> use a toot? <laughs> you want me to toot my way over there? Maybe yeah. there's a duck in this chasm who can help us. What the fuck? I forget what the duck hall does. The duck horn. Oh, calms small beasts. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel a childlike bliss, which, you know what? Checks out. Well, <laughs> at least you feel better. Margarine? Oh, you know what? I don't. I don't. Never mind. What? I was going to put on Koirim's helmet, but I don't have that anymore. Yeah, you do. I do? Yeah. Oh, Margarine takes off her two hats and puts on Koirim's helmet, which was around her waist. Okay. What does she see? You see a path. Great. Oh. Ah, she runs it. She runs it. She doesn't Marjorie, tell no. anybody. <laughs> just, oh, God. Quietly, like, below everybody's yeah. sight line. Yeah. We just <laughs> see her run. You oh, my guys, God, Marjorie. Yeah, you guys don't see the path. Oh. You oh just see God. her wa- run into nothing. She also it feels a child and zags. Like glee. <laughs> The duck call. <laughs> yeah. To get to the path, though, there is a jump you have to make. So okay. roll, roll athletics to see if you can make the jump to it. I'm just watching this. 16. Yeah, you, you jump. Out of disbelief. God damn it for not taking my own Indiana Jones joke seriously. All of you have this ability, by the way. If you remember oh on my God, your I armor, have... you can press the symbol. Ah! And oh it does the same God. thing as Koirum's helmet. I don't oh, completely this. forgot that. I, yep. Juno I pushes it on his shield. so much stuff on my person. Your shield doesn't do it. Oh, what does it? Do I have any? The armor you chose not to have. Oh, great. Yeah. <laughs> So not everyone. So has not, yeah, I guess not everyone. I forgot you? that. I forgot this because Juno's armor is special. Yeah, to, is like personal. Oh, okay. If anyone wants to <clears throat> to guide me, I I'll just you know touch your shoulder. Well, you guys don't know this. Do you, oh, yeah, you guys don't know. None of you have done it. You just see Marjorie jump, hit so, like nothing, and then, and then I Zelda. Then, da, na, na, na. Yeah, the book above my head. You zig and zag to the pedestal and you have the book. And the book, the book is the journals of Blinther and Bielamore. Oh, I found it! Guys, I fa- guys, I am the hero and I run back. We did this all for a journal? Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that was, we You're knew this. You're not happy, Zavis? This was this? like the goal. Yeah, I know. Marjorie, that was legendary. Oh! <laughs> I love it. Minus inspiration. No. <laughs> I think that's going to make me throw up. What's this book now? We got the journal. When you open up the journal, look inside, a map falls out as well. 
how margin reaches really quick to catch it because we are all on this little ledge right right. roll decks oh shit (laughs) this map's just gonna slowly float nine no what the fuck (laughs) where's it go it just it just it like slowly floats and it just it's like (gasps) that's gonna take so long (laughs) yeah it's like just off the edge and it's slowly floating down but I just you put go my get hand it? out and wait, wait for it to come back around. <laughs> okay, uh, you're waiting. In the meantime, do you guys want to do anything else? What anything else in that Are journal? Are we stuck? Are we trapped in this room? We probably have to read the journal entry to the map. find our way out, or the map. Yeah. Oh yeah, is there anything else in the journal? Yeah, what's in the journal? Read it. Oh okay. It. You look into the journal and the journal. <laughs> uh, just so everyone's aware, James is doing some great space work. <laughs> His hand is out, just waiting for it to come down. The journals have very here. You flip to the first page of the journal, and I'll tell you what it says. It says. And so upon and so arriving upon in Ravencrest, arriving in Ravencrest, I immediately called I upon immediately my good friend, my the good Honorable friend, General the Lord Honorable Percival Stokeworth. General Lord Percival Stove is worth it. <laughs> At that most venerable that institution, most venerable the Society of the Three-Toed Griffin. The Society of the Three-Toed Griffin. The finest gentleman's club the finest, on the eastern ooh, seaboard. The finest gentleman's club on the eastern seaboard. I worked there for two gentleman's years. Gentleman's club? Not a strip club. Okay. okay. I, it was a different place, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> the Griffin, as always, Griffin, proved to be the always, very best place upon which to dine not only on delectable roasted herb pork with a fresh sauce of apples. Herb pork, but also apples. <laughs> and a surprisingly and refreshing mash of minty peas. Master of DVDs. What do you say? <laughs> Mash of You sure you're getting this right? Are you sure you can read hard? <laughs> I taught myself. Oh, that explains. But upon the juiciest gossip but upon one could the imagine. Juiciest gossip one could imagine. While the quote gentlemen, while the quote gentlemen that made up that the Griffins membership counted among their ranks the very top echelons of Talon Peninsula society of the peninsulas of society. The behavior discussed the behavior within the plush smoking rooms and gilded dining halls would invariably leave one fully satiated in more wicked appetites of body and it soul. It was a great time. <laughs> you said this was going to be short. Yeah. I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> the map now falls into flax. <laughs> Got it. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Got it, guys. Don't worry. What's this map say? It's a world map. After Martrin finishes reading the excerpt from the journal and Flack has the map in his hand, you guys find yourselves in the study. Is our study buddy still with us? Oh, yeah. The servant's clothes? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's it's now in the study. It's next to the bookcase where Zabbos originally left it. The floor beneath you is back to wooden planks, and the servant's clothes uh, start to fade into nothingness. Oh, no. Their purpose fulfilled. I take the clothes back and put them in my bag. Yep, they're just normal clothes now. That's a little bit sad. I'm glad to be on solid ground. <laughs> <laughs> so we did all that for a map and, and a, book. a journal. It sounds like the journal has places that may give us clues to Hank's whereabouts. Tom Hanks? <laughs> <laughs> D&D&D is executive produced, written, and edited by me, James Gressel. Co-produced and additional mixing by Joel Arnold. Our original music is by Jeremy Nisato. Hear more of Jeremy's music at jeremynisato.com. D&D&D is performed by James A. Janice, Chelsea Rebecca, Beth Radloff, Mike Saigan, and Joel Arnold.
next time on D and D and D. Gerbert Mertbert Reality. Oh, Gerbert Mertbert Realder. Yep. Realder. Real Bert. Real Bert. <laughs> <laughs> no fake Berts. <laughs>